This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that with my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian Conrads in Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring this podcast. With Faithful Counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right, who is a practicing Christian. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video call. And you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody is feeling blessed on this beautiful Tuesday morning that God has woke us up in. Let's give God some praise. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for the very breath that we're breathing on, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the vision that you have on our lives and the anointing that you have on our lives this morning. We thank you for every breath and every step that we take on this day, Father God. We thank you for a beating heart, Father God, so that your words of your daily bread can be etched across the tables of that heart, Father God. We thank you for your water. 
that you so freely give to us every single day, Father God. May we drink of it and get understanding and wisdom, O Lord. As we go through this day to day, bless our family and our friends, O Father God. Bless our leaders in our nation, O Heavenly Father. May we all come together as one as you have us to be, Father God, and love on one another as you want us to love on each other, Father God. And Father God, as we go through the day today, may our eyes and our hearts stay steadfast on your word. May we continue to seek the kingdom of heaven and all the things that we do, Father God. May you continue to keep your covenant and your hedge of protection around and about us, O Lord, on this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I hope everybody's having a splendid Tuesday morning. I am feeling blessed. I woke up with 2020 vision, moving limbs, a brain to think, breath in my body. I couldn't even be happier. So guys, this morning I'm finishing up, you know, what we talked about yesterday or what I told you guys I was reading yesterday. And if you're following along, we're right there where Jacob feels like he's just got to go. He's got to go and he makes this, um, he makes this, uh, I guess a, a deal, an agreement with Laban that he can have uh, all the spotted or brown cattle. He's worked for him. He's ready to go. Laban says, you know, wait, what can I pay you? And he says, I, you don't need to pay me anything. But look, you know, if I can separate all the spotted and brown cattle, I'll take it with me when I get ready to go. And I'll continue to work in your fields and, and, and work and herd your cattle. So Laban gets this bright idea that he's going to take the cattle with all the spots and a little bit of white and brown. And he goes on a three-day journey. But unbeknownst to him, Jacob has done his own thing when he watered the, the, the cattle. He has made it so that they would mate with each other and multiply multiply in his favor <laughs> in his favor and he overhears Laban's son say you know surely Jacob is being blessed off of our father so Jacob makes up in his mind that he's leaving not before he hears a word from God and God tells him it's time for you to go go back to your people and I'll be with you so he tells Rachel and Leah and they go on this journey but not before Rachel is feeling some type of way she's feeling like you know she needs to take something else from her father's house he's pretty much sold them went through all of their inheritance and you know she decides she's gonna take her father's idols his gods his spirits because he didn't worship our heavenly father like Jacob Jacob, being skillful, strong-willed, and some would say, and it has been said, a schemer. He's made himself wealthy from not only working with Laban or often Laban, but using his skill, using his strong mind to produce 
for his family to multiply and produce. So he's not really standing on his faith, the promises and the blessings that God had already given him in the beginning. God had already promised him a blessing from his mother's womb. He said in his word that the older shall serve the younger. So that was a blessing right there when he was in Rebecca's womb. But Jacob, all this time, being strong-willed, decided he's going to do things his way. Even though he recognized there's a God, he decides he's going to do things his way. So we find Jacob on this journey and Laban catches up to him. But not before God speaks to Laban in a dream on his way to Jacob. And he says, you better not touch a hair on his head or speak good or evil to Jacob. So now Laban knows that Jacob's God is real. But he's still not pleased with him stealing away in the night and taking his two daughters and his grandchildren. So when he catches up to him, he also tells him, you know, someone stole my gods, my idols. And he wants to search Jacob's stuff. So he begins to steal, uh, to, to search Jacob and Leah's and Rachel's stuff. And all along, Rachel has it. She has it tucked away on the camel that she's sitting on. But she tells her father, you know, it's, it's that time of the month. I'm in a monthly, a womanly way. And I can't, forgive me if I can't get down so you can search my camel. So once that's put to rest, Laban, Laban tells Jacob about the dream. About Jacob's God coming to him and telling, speaking to him, telling him not to touch a hair on Jacob's head, let alone speak good and e- good or evil. And they make a covenant and they build a pillar and they make a sacrifice to God. Right there, Jacob to his God, Laban to his God, that they won't come after each other again, that they won't try to destroy each other. And Laban makes Jacob promise that he wouldn't marry anyone else, that Leah and Rachel will be his only wives. And they part ways. And I'm going to stop right there because now we're going to go into... Jacob's journey on his way home. On his way to a place where he lied, schemed, manipulated, and stole. And even though it's been 20 years and he's grown to be this man, hardworking man, and made a life of his own, he's not quite sure how Esau is going to receive him. And all of this The lesson for me is sometimes we can have people in our lives that don't necessarily want us to leave, to grow. We as parents, we certainly try to hold on to our children as long as we can. And they have to grow and spread their wings as well as sometimes we stay in places, jobs, homes, that God himself is trying to move us on. It's just a season. It's just a season for you to be there. 
And something may be holding you there, whether it's a job, whether it's a loved one. But something in the side of you is telling you that it's time to move on. You paid your dues. You owe no one nothing. But for some reason, people, places, things, it'll hold us captive for years of our life. Because they, or it, is not allowing us to spread our wings and grow. And in the midst of all of that, who's gaining? Is that job you're holding on too tightly that you've been there for years? Is that holding you captive? Are you saying to yourself, but they need me? I'm the only one that can do this particular job and do it this well. Are you holding on to a family member, mothers and fathers, a son, a daughter, and won't let them spread their wings, keep coming up with all kinds of excuses and providing them with things? to make them stay, promises after promises, knowing that they want to spread their wings and fly. I know that was certainly my case with my children. And God allowed me to let them go as much as I was deeply in love with my children. I had to let them go and find their own way, good or bad. But make sure that I'm always here if they need me. That my door is always open for a conversation, for a roof over their head. Them and their family, if they have gone on and multiplied and been fruitful. Sometimes God will show us ourselves. So as we take this journey... And if it be in God's will on tomorrow, we're heading into Jacob sending gifts before him because he's not sure what kind of bag Esau is going to come out of. Is he going to say, stand on his promise that he made to himself to kill Jacob, even though it's been 20 years? Or is he going to embrace Jacob? like the brother that he loves and misses so dearly. And then we're going to talk about Jacob wrestling the angel that God sent. Most people say Jacob wrestled God and, and is one and the same for me, and some would disagree, but he did wrestle an angel. And God touched his thigh, and they said until his death, he limped. We're going to get into what it means to wrestle with God. 
tomorrow, if it be in God's will. You guys be blessed on this beautiful Tuesday. Find yourself in your word today. Find you a scripture, a sentence, or a word to hold on to. Ask our Heavenly Father to give you some insight. Be a blessing to someone else. And if you can't do it monetarily, just give someone a kind word and a hot meal definitely goes a long way. Tell them about the love of Jesus and how he'll never, ever leave or forsake you and about his new grace and his mercy every day. Every day, his grace and mercy is new. And if it be in God's will, we'll see you right back here on tomorrow. Peace and blessings to you all.